listening to Oh My Travel Podcast. I'm your host, Janine Romo, aka La Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha Espinoza Wynn. Hi, everyone. Hey. So I'm not with you, with you, but we, we are together via the internet. Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah. So today's yeah. episode is episode number 10. 10, the big 10. That means we're halfway through the season. It does. Yeah. So after this, there'll only be 10 more episodes for season three. <gasps> can't believe we made it this far. Wow. You can't believe it. What are you talking about? I mean, just that we've been consistent enough to like keep this moving forward when we are literally just doing this as a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. Yes. Um, wow, episode 10. So what are we going to be talking about today? Today's episode is summertime vacations or trips, and they'll be in places not in the U.S. Not the U.S. Because yes. we are mad at the U.S. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, no, just because some people like to travel abroad for summertime yeah. so we want to get you like what I said I like it a little bit yeah just a tad um but yeah so that people can I guess get ideas of what would be fun places to go if they're planning a family vacation or a trip soon especially in the summertime that's when people have time off or when people request time off um a lot of not so many but there is a large number of people that get summers off just because of their occupation, which would be in the school system, or if they have children, because you can't just be letting your kids run around wild unsupervised. So they tend to take some time off. True, true. And you're going to be talking about some family friendly places, right? Yes, I'll be covering the family friendly locations locations and you'll be doing the single or with a partner or just overall not having to deal with um, the responsibility of having a child with you <laughs> so a little bit more free free uh do you remember what that feels like just kidding <laughs> oh my god it's it's been a lifetime <laughs> ago it feels like <laughs> So kick us off, Janine. Let's be fun and adventurous and wild. Okay. So this first place um, is actually in Central America. Um, I haven't been, but I definitely want to go. And then as I was researching a bit more about it for this episode, I was really inspired and... Um, I definitely hope to visit this place sometime soon. Um, it is Honduras. Ooh, um, nice. Yeah, kind of, you know, you hear about Central America, um, and I'm sure if you're from the U.S., like, you hear a bit about Central America in the news and kind of, like, has this bad name. It's dangerous. There's this. There's that. Um it's but not as romanticized, for sure. It isn't. And I don't know why, because, I mean, I've been to 
three different Central American countries now, and I've had like the best time. The natural beauty there is amazing. Um, and so, yeah, Honduras, I would really want to go mostly for like, you know, the, the nature, the um, beaches, the islands, the national parks. Um, and then I, a couple of the, I'll just give like a couple like different um, areas that you could go to. There's Roatan. Um, which is really good for diving. So if you're like a diver, you like snorkeling, you want to see like the coral reefs and whatnot, Roatan is a good place. There's the um, Caribbean island of Utila. So it is off like the mainland. Um, and it is this beautiful island that you can visit. Um, there's a bunch yeah. of different national parks that are really cool. And um, there are some Mayan ruins on like the west side, kind of like near the border of Guatemala um, that you can visit. They're the Copan ruins. Um, and then there's this place that I had like never heard of, but I, um, when I was doing my research, I was like, wow, okay, this sounds really cool. It's called Moscatia. Okay. And I hope I'm saying that correctly. Mm -hmm. um, it is one of the last undeveloped areas in, in the country. Um, there's indigenous people there. It's like very wild. It's just like beautiful, like nature. Um, there was a picture of like this gorgeous waterfall. So of course I was just like, okay, what is this place? Yeah, uh, I'm so sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is kind of um a few of the key areas that I would want to visit and um it so summertime in Central America that's like our summertime it's generally their wet season so it isn't going to be the driest or the most ideal climate but I've gone to um Costa Rica, Nicaragua during the summer. And um, I didn't get too, too much rain. I think it went in June. It's obviously going to depend um, according to like exactly where you're going. Um, but it, it will be wet season there. However, July and August um, overall in Honduras isn't, isn't so, um, so bad. So, um, Oh, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. So that was already kind of, um, Honduras was already on your radar, and now it's just like more so. You're like, hey. Yes. I'm like, okay. hey, um, I want to see you soon. Okay. Well, we're going to, I'm going to do one now. It's my turn for the fam. So one place that I thought um, was really fun because I've been there before. Um, I only stayed a couple of days, maybe, no, like about a week. Um, and I went with Brian. So so I have experience there, but I also think that in in addition to being like just a great trip in general, um, I think that it would be, be a really good family trip to um, Taipei and Taiwan just because it was very safe 
for me. I felt very safe there um, because I was off by myself a couple of days because Brian um, had work. So that's why we went out there because he had a he had to travel for work and I was able to tag along. Um, so safety wise, I felt very safe. And that's what you want to feel when you have children around you. You don't want to feel like you, um, you know, that you can't go off and that they can't go and explore. Um, so Taipei, Taiwan, and the few things that you can do as a family is they have free walking tours. That's always great. Free. The public transportation is super easy. Everything has signs. Everything is clearly marked. Um, there's English maps and signage, things like that. Um, Taipei 101 is a really tall, 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 tall building. It's one of the tallest buildings. It's the tallest building in Taiwan, and it's one of the tallest buildings in the world. And it's really fun um, to go there and just see it. But also uh, in the inside, once you go in, there are there's malls and there's um, uh, places to eat. And then you go up to the top floor and you're able to see all of Taipei below you. And the building lights up at night. So there's really good food there. And then just the sights in general are nice. Um, if you want to what else what else oh yeah so there's a zoo there's the taipei zoo and i i didn't get to go there because we didn't have enough time and the way that you get there is you go on this gondola um so again yeah so a sky gondola so the days that we were there it was it was it was raining so they don't have the gondola operating when it's heavy rain so we weren't able to go but that would be super fun to go on the gondola with your kids. So they are very excited to be, you know, traveling this way and see everything below them. And then at the end, you get to be at the zoo and see all the animals. So that's very fun. They have um, Yang Mingshan National Park. So you can go on hikes and take in the nature. Uh, there's a ton of temples that people can go to and explore and just give your children some history some culture that's always nice um there's night markets every night there's a ton of them um in taipei and they're really big well some of them are really big and there's always great food there there's great things to buy um it's great for the older kids especially because you get to you know look around um if you have younger kids i would you know always hold their hand obviously or put them on a leash because it does get really busy and crowded but you do want to go because it is you know a lot of fun and something to experience so those are my recommendations for Taipei and Taiwan it's something that I would love to do you know with my kid or even alone again that's so Cool. And um, when you had said about Taipei 101, that was actually, it was the tallest building for a while until um, the Burj Khalifa in Dubai was built or completed. Oh, Oh, yeah. See, that's really cool. So I guess it's the second tallest now or I mean... Unless another, another one. one, yeah, unless another one's bigger than the one in, what, it, Dubai? Yeah. yeah. So it's the second tallest, cool. unless the first tallest got beat out. <laughs> but 
But yeah, so that was my family wreck for Taipei and Taiwan. So your turn again, Janine. My turn. Okay. We're competing. So, <laughs> now I will go to South America. Um, and uh, my pick for South America is Colombia. Mm. I, I haven't been, but I really want to go. My and sister Alejandra has been. She loves it. She loved it. Uh, so I'm um, sure you would too. Yeah. I feel like it's been getting like more popular now or like not more popular because people know about it, but I feel like there's been a lot more tourism there lately. And um, I've, I've just, I've been meeting a lot of uh, Colombian people lately and I'm just like, Oh, okay. Like, let's go. Let's, let's figure this out. Um, it's always kind of been on my radar and there's been like some, areas that I've like marked and um have you know kind of just been on my mind um but uh yeah I would I would love to go to Cartagena of course because that's just like that the beautiful like colorful um old town um it just looks really pretty and I've I've seen it a lot like on Instagram of course but it just it looks really like nice and um you're on the coast, so you have the beaches. Um, and then another coastal city is Barranquilla, which isn't usually on, like, the typical, like, tourist um, stops in Colombia. Um, I have a friend who I made here in Barcelona, and she's from Barranquilla. And she's like, yeah, you should totally go. Um because it's not like a big like it's not a big tourist spot there's a lot a lot of locals there so you're getting more of like a local feel um but they do have this really amazing carnival in february uh so i i looked at pictures and it looks really cool uh so if carnival has been on your mind and maybe like Rio de Janeiro is a little too crazy for you. Maybe you want to go to one in Colombia and you could go to Barranquilla. Um, I definitely want to go to Carna uh, Carnaval. Um, when they, I see the, just the outfits are so incredible. And I'm just like, wow, all the colors, all the, all the music. It's just very like, I don't know. How could you not be like drawn to it and appreciate it? Right. Yeah. I, I totally want to go to a carnival, like for sure, for sure. Um, it is pretty hot in, um, in these parts of Colombia, like on the coast, like in general and, um, our summertime, it's, it's their hottest time as well. But like overall, the temperature really doesn't change much like throughout the year like it'll change like a few degrees but not much more but if you are looking for maybe a little bit cooler of a climate you could go to Medellin which is in the mountains it's in the Andes um and they have a flower festival every August so perfect summertime stop um yes <laughs> Uh, there's Bogota, the capital. So if you're more into like culture, you want to see the museums, like 
bigger landmarks and stuff like that. There's Bogota. And then uh, if you want a little bit of nature and, you know, you like national parks, but you also like to, you know, be in the water, there's uh, Tairona. Oh, very nice. Okay. Might, might put that one on my list too. There we go. Are we going to just have like this big list of places to go to now? <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. Yeah. The whole point is to try to get out there. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's like the more you hear about things, the more stuff you're adding to your list. And you're like, wait, when am I going to this place? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's always nice to set goals and put out the intention and manifest you know, you yes. seeing these places or, you know, someone might go and they'll bring you back a little trinket or something. And that's also very nice. I travel vicariously through you and my sisters. So, you know, I'm getting kind of out there. Yeah, you are. And you've gone some places with your little one who's like, what, one and a half now? Almost one and a half. Yeah. Oh, my little baby. <laughs> yeah, and we're trying to plan more trips for us. So these gave me some really good ideas. And I'm really excited about taking, you know, more family trips together. Yay. Okay, now another family destination. Okay, so this next one, you would think that it's for the solo single travelers. But I'm here to tell you that you can also enjoy this with your family. Amsterdam in the Netherlands. What about that? Oh. I <laughs> didn't really think it was family friendly, but I found I found an angle. I did. <laughs> there's, there's always an angle, girl. There's always an angle. So <laughs> tell me more. You can stay away from all the fun and single and, you know, per mature, I guess activities and take a bike ride there are so many bikes and biking is a really great form of transportation so if you have kids who are in that bike riding age that's a great way to get around i like it so yes and there are a lot of electric trams and that seems really fun another fun way to get around with your with your kinder and there's a beautiful park called Vondel Park. And so you can, you and your family can have a picnic. You guys can enjoy nature, take a ball and kick it around, frisbee, whatever have you. Um, there are also over 75 museums in Amsterdam. So you can get your education on for sure. So you can go to the Anne Frank house, which is super important. We mm -hmm. should teach our children about history, um, but also there is the Van Gogh Museum, and we should also teach our children about art. And there's the Wan Boot Museum, and that's cool too. And there's this place called Ten Fun, which is just like a place, like an activity place for your kids. So um, yeah, and there's a lot of cafes. Uh, you can park your strollers outside if you have strollers. And, you know, it's very family friendly if you stay away from the R-rated areas. 
which you can avoid, you can totally avoid them. Yeah. And if you don't, you can just explain to your children that here is something that they do and move on. I mean, if, if your child asks you something, the best thing to do is just explain it to them. Like in whatever terms they understand, I mean, they're going to learn about it one day. Why not learn about things from you? They're going to be like, something smells smells funny. What's that? (laughs) Like, well, Well, it's marijuana. And, and, you know, us growing up in California, I'm sure at some point, you know, you just have to have to to explain that smell anyway. Yeah, they're going to be like, it smells like the old so-and-so's house here. I'm like, yes, it does. It really does. (laughs) Oh, so funny. So parents that want to, that have always wanted to go to Amsterdam, but think, you know, my time has passed. I can't take the kids with me. You can definitely take the kids with you and do this other stuff. I like it. I like it. Yeah. That's very cool. Your turn. Family. Okay, my turn. Um, I'm going to jump back to Asia and suggest Singapore. Um, I I have been to Singapore. I was there for a couple of days, three days. I don't know, something like that. Um, so it wasn't a super long trip, but, um, I mean, it's a small city country, so... Uh, you could, you could do a lot in in a a couple or a few days. Um, there's definitely a lot to see, a lot to do. And if you, you're more like a city person, um, it's a perfect place, but there's also like these, uh, nearby little islands that you could visit if you want a bit of nature. Um, I went to an island called Balaubin and I just took like this little boat. They call them bum boats. Like it, it would be like a ferry type, but it was like smaller than a ferry. Um, I took it across and I rented a bike there and rode around, which was really fun. Uh, and then in the city, there's just tons of things to do. There's uh, a bunch of different museums. The metro system's pretty easy to get around. Um you could also, you could rent um, bikes and um, I don't know if they also have the scooters, but I know I rented those bikes that you just like pull out the app and you're able to use use the bike for however long and then, you know, park it wherever and re- release it again. Uh, there's a Chinatown there. There's a little India like there's a lot of different places. It's a very international city. You have people from everywhere living in Singapore. And it's it's one of the most expensive cities in the world. And at, like I guess if you aren't too familiar with Singapore, you kind of wouldn't think much about it because you're like, oh, well, it's in Southeast Asia, um, you know, why is it so expensive but it's like such a modern city it's a really well taken care of it's super safe so if you're going like as a solo traveler you will be super safe there um they have really cool nightlife 
Um, drinks are really freaking expensive there. So if you do want to go out, just know that ahead of time. Um, but it's, it's super safe there, super clean. Um, a lot of high rise buildings. It like, it just doesn't even seem like you're in Southeast Asia in a lot of ways, but then, you know, you, there are a lot of like different types of Asian people from all over just because it is like such an international place. I actually, I had a friend who lived there for a while and she's um, a German citizen and she loved it there. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of international companies there. So there's a big expat scene. Um, Yeah. During the summer, it's going to be really hot. It's already hot there. I went in February, and I was really freaking hot. I mean, you're in Southeast Asia, so just, like, be prepared to just, like, always be, like, kind of, like, sweaty and glistening. Um, your skin will <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, a, it's a hot place, but it's so much fun. It's so cool I just I can't stress enough how like safe it is so it's definitely like a a cool place for like solo travelers or if you're like going with you know a couple girlfriends or like just going as as a couple or something like that like it's totally a great place great place to be oh that sounds nice I've um I saw a show well I guess an episode maybe it was a show I don't know but they focused on um Singapore and they had all these beautiful this building that has all these beautiful plants and I guess this like type of you know different types of bird species have like migrated there because of the types of plants and flowers that they have and I'm just like oh wow that's so beautiful it looks like it's alive like the building looks alive because of all the all the plants and trees and flowers on it or around it that might in the cloud forest maybe or they also have like their airport is insane like they have like crazy stuff in the airport like it's probably like the coolest airport in the world. So I know they have like a garden in the airport. Um, They have the cloud forest. They have like this super tree thing. And then at night there's like this show where there's lights and music. So it's like, it feels like you're Disneyland. There's some crazy shit there. (laughs) And and that's where um, Crazy Rich Asians was filmed. Yeah, they're rich. Yeah, they're crazy rich. There's lots of money there. Yeah, um, I'd love to go there. So good choice. All right, girl. Add it to the list. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back at you. Okay, so another friend, family friendly destinations is um, Karen's in Australia. So they have, it's more, I liked this place because again, I really appreciate nature. I'm not always in nature because I was born and raised in LA and we just, a lot of us don't do that. That's not how we live here. It's, it's just too hot sometimes to go outside in the summer. 
Um, but I would like to start doing that with the little one and get him, you know, really active and appreciate the world around him. So I thought that that was a really great place. So I definitely want to go out and see the Great Barrier Reef before we kill it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's beautiful and it's dying, thanks to us, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, so I want to go up there. Um, they have beautiful botanical gardens. Um, they have Daintree National Park, which we can go and explore, hike, do all that. Um, there's a, well, how do I say it? A splendid boardwalk. I want to say it in Spanish, but the Australians oh aren't God. Spanish. Yeah. Know. Well, when I say it, I want to say it, esplanda, uh, esplendid, but I know uh-huh. that they're not Spanish there. So why would. Why would it be that? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, but um, so they can, you know, if you go with your family there, it's a nice little boardwalk where you can shop and play games and just like family fun. Um, and I want to ride the Kurunda Scenic Roadway. Um, so you can take a little train and like ride along and see the sights. And that seems like it would be really fun, especially for kids. Because, I mean, they have, I feel like every, a lot of places that you go, an activity or like something they have for kids is always little train rides. You go to the mall and there's always a little train that goes around or Santa's Village. There's always a little train that goes around. So kids really dig that. Yeah. So most, yeah, so mostly in Australia, it would just be going out and seeing nature. Wonderful. Yeah. I love it. Yes. So back to you. Back to me. This is my last one. Okay. Do you have a lot more? No, I just have one more after. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, um, actually, I I have two more. Dang. (gasps) I'm a little crazy. You should spit it. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. So, my last one is for uh, it's in Europe, it's Switzerland. Um, So, I've been to Switzerland, but um, I didn't go in the summer. And it's just, it's a really beautiful country, lots of beautiful things to see. And I think summertime would be an even more beautiful time to go because you could really, um, you know, see a lot more with better weather on your side. And, and you know, just having weather on your side is kind of nice. Um, but there, there's a ton of things to do. Uh, one thing that I did uh, that would have been even more amazing and beautiful weather was I went to uh, Zermatt and I saw the Matterhorn, uh, which I'm like, whoa, like I've only seen the Matterhorn at Disneyland, which obviously isn't the real Matterhorn, but uh, there's a real Matterhorn. Be- yeah, it's a oh. real mountain in, in Switzerland. I had no idea. And- yeah, it's um, you, you know the um that chocolate was it Trobolone or yes the uh, the ones that are always at the a- airport duty free yeah 
So that's, that's the Matterhorn. There's a lot of like candies and chocolates that are all like Matterhorn. But I mean, of course, Switzerland is like, you know, the chocolate capital or one of the chocolate capitals of the world. Um, so yeah. Uh, but I had um, not ideal weather when we were going up to, we took the train up to Gorgonaut, which is another mountain, but from there you have a really cool view of, of the Matterhorn. Um, I mean, from Zermatt you could see the Matterhorn, but it is nothing compared to like the view that you would see if you're gonna go up to Gorgonaut. Uh, that train ride will cost you almost a hundred US dollars. <laughs> Um, yeah. Each person? It's a, each person. Not somewhere you want to so, go with kids, guys. Not uh, yeah, you do not want to go there with kids. Um, I don't know if kids are like a different price or what the deal is, but it definitely like hurt me like having to pay that for. It's a 40 minute ride up and 40 minute ride down. Um, you could stop along the way at, you know, whatever stops and go back on and whatnot. But and it's free when you um, get off and go back on, right? Yeah, like you, I mean, you could get you could stop like along the way. So, like, there's there's I don't know, like maybe four stops before the top. And I mean, there's I one would, stop I, I wanted to get off on every single stop to make it worth it. I'd be like, we get off right. here, we spend some time, we'll get back. <laughs> but the the trains only operate every 40 minutes, like about it kind of depends because obviously it goes up for 40 and then down there's two operating at a time so it's more or less like every 40 minutes so you have to like time it just right and like if you don't if you're not staying in Zermatt which is already I mean Switzerland is a really expensive country um so if you're staying in Zermatt you have the time definitely like go in the morning and explore the whole the whole thing really get your money's worth um but yeah there was a stop I wanted to get off on but because you know the weather wasn't ideal I wanted to get I wanted to walk to this lake which was only like a 10 minute walk but there was just there was so much snow there still that we weren't even sure if it was going to be worth it to like walk out to this lake I don't know if the lake was like still like frozen over or what the deal was but it's supposed to be like this really beautiful um, lake and then you have the the view of the Matterhorn right over it um, so I think that would have been nice to see in the summertime because the weather is going to be a lot better of course there's going to still be snow up there but it wouldn't be as as cold um, also when I was up there the uh, there's just all of a sudden like was a snowstorm and it just like it was crazy we we're at the top of this one mountain and all of a sudden the clouds and everything were coming in you couldn't see the Matterhorn at all and then uh there was all this snow uh it was like even hard to walk like uh I tried like getting shelter in like the little gift store place so like walking I had to walk backwards because of the the wind and the snow was just like so crazy um anyway as we're going back out to 
get the train because the train was going to be there in like less than 10 minutes. Miraculously, all the clouds, everything moved over and I was able to get a, you know, a nice view of the Matterhorn. But I thought I was going to pay a hundred dollars and not see the Matterhorn at all from up there. So you're going to be pissed. Yeah. I would have been like pretty disappointed. Um, but yeah, when you have weather on your side, there's there's a lot more to see. I really wanted to go to um, this other place. I have to look up the name real quick. Um, and the weather, just like the forecast, was not um, Lauterbrunnen. Uh, the forecast was like it was raining it was going to be like super cloudy and it's such a beautiful village uh with this like these really cool like uh cliffs and then there's like this like streamy um waterfall that just like falls down I don't know how high the waterfall is but it just like it looks really pretty um it's just like this valley that's uh, the pictures look so beautiful and um yeah we couldn't go because the weather was going to be horrible and so had to skip that um but yeah so with weather on your on your side there's definitely a lot to see um there's a lot of nature to see a lot of pretty villages and then there's um bigger cities like Zurich and Lucerne um that are really pretty uh the bigger cities are going to be a bit more expensive just something to keep in mind but there's a lot of cool things that you could do that either don't cost much money or um that are free like when I went to Zurich I went to the botanical gardens there and that was completely free they had uh Chinese gardens uh that was like only like four dollars to enter and like kids were like two dollars or something like that the it's Swiss francs there but the um what is it the dollar to Swiss francs is almost one to one I think it's like 90 something cents to like one Swiss franc so it was kind of nice like having that conversion where you're like automatically knew how much you were spending yeah um because because it's nice to know when you you don't know the the foreign currency you're like wait how much am I spending um Zurich was really cool but what I liked about Zurich was actually just outside like it was like the kind of a neighborhood within Zurich um called Hardbrook I'm gonna double check that because now I'm like wait am I saying this right um it was like this cool hipster like uh like it kind of reminded me of the LA Arts District area like it was kind of industrial uh it had like this really cool vibe there um it wasn't like pretentious like Zurich you have like all these like name brand stores and um I mean it is like the most expensive city in Switzerland and then you go to this Hardbrook place I don't know if I'm saying that correctly because it, it has a U with the dots on it and so I don't know if I'm saying that but <laughs> it's a really cool like little neighborhood within Zurich and um I really liked it there. So there's there's a lot 
of different things that you could do within Switzerland. I would say, of course, like if you love nature, definitely like give Switzerland um, a shot. Uh, but if you also want a bit of like a city scene, um, there's definitely a bunch of different places that will, that will, you know, be great for that too. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Um, it, it sounds beautiful and I've seen, and I saw your pictures when you went on the trip and it just looked magical. All the snow was just so perfect, but yeah, the expensiveness of it makes me think that I can't go there until, you know, <laughs> I'm retired maybe. And I don't have to, the kids won't want to come with me. Yeah. It's this is a mommy daddy like- trip guys. Yeah, like seeing the uh, the tourists there, you definitely like, you know, you're like, okay, you have like, like backpacker backpackers who like look like they're like going like for the hiking and stuff like that more so. And I'm like, I don't even know where they're staying. Like, because I don't think it would be very comfortable camp when I was there. So I'm like, I don't know what kind of hostels they're staying at. Hotels there are like, like for a crappy hotel is even expensive. So I was, I mean, it was grateful. I had um, someone who hosted me, um, my friend Carla. Um, so I was like, okay, I don't have to worry about that. But like transportation alone was like just crazy expensive. And then eating out at a restaurant was expensive. Even going like, I went to a grocery store and I'm like, okay, maybe I could just like grab like a, ready-made sandwich or like you know something like very grab and go and it's it was like it was how would I compare it like it was more expensive than like U.S. grocery stores like by far like I don't I don't know if I want to say it was like double price but it was it was pretty expensive yeah well I mean it's definitely a trip where you treat yourself and you're going there you know once probably and that's it um but I mean, we all need to enjoy ourselves sometimes. We all just need to be like, forget it. I'll pay this later. Right. I mean, I was there. I spent money. What's done is done. And you had a great time. Um, yeah. I had a great time. It was so beautiful. So beautiful. Um, yeah. It's, it's one of those places where, like, you know, ha- have the money to go and, like, just – don't cry about it. <laughs> enjoy it. Yeah. And that's how we should feel about all traveling. We just need to enjoy it. And it's an experience. So that's why we work. Yeah. Exactly. So, okay. I have two more places for my family-friendly vacations. Um, the next one is Toronto in Canada. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Canada's... Um, pretty safe and Toronto is really nice because it has a lot of things just to do in general um you can go to Ripley's um there's an aquarium uh Chinatown they have the biggest Chinatown in North America so it if you've been to any Chinatowns like in LA or San Francisco this is like just the biggest in all of North America. So I thought that was really cool. And then um, there's a ferry that you can take. 
because there's like a little island so you can just like go off and do that and fairies are really fun especially if it's the first time your kids experience it you know it's like a it's like a fun new time and experience and stuff um they have a lot of great great food um so that is why i picked toronto and you know just like outdoors there's a lot of parks and museums so that they can also enjoy so i felt like that was a really easy trip and then the last family trip is the galapagos islands in ecuador um because I mean, I want to go to the Galapagos Islands so, so bad. (laughs) And I feel like it would be a trip that Brian would love because he likes all that animal stuff. Um, And we can go do that. So we could go to Darwin's Research Center where they have activities for children as well as adults. Um, And just like for the baby to learn stuff. I mean, he wouldn't be a baby anymore. He'd be a little bit bigger. But for your kids to learn new stuff and see new animals and see species of animals that have become extinct or that they wouldn't normally see, um, you can explore the island. You can go on hikes. You can go on – you can do kayaking. You can go on boats. And just – if you want, you can just chill on the beach and not do anything. If you have one of those types of children, you're just like, well, you're going to the beach. It's fun. We're fine. (laughs) No more learning today. (laughs) that's so cool Galapagos has definitely been on my list and um it just looks like a really amazing place yeah so yeah so that's definitely a place that I've wanted to go to on my own and I think it would make a great family vacation because of all the learning and exploration and I feel like children need that yeah So that is a wrap on all the family trips. Yay. Thank you so much for giving us the lowdown on all the special places that are family friendly that you could go to during the summertime or like really anytime, right? Like I think a lot of those places you could go anytime, but summer is a great time to. And it's here. Yes. We're in summer, people. Summertime. Well, yes. Thank you all for listening to this very special uh, summertime edition episode. Um, We hope that you travel somewhere really cool this summer. And um, yeah, if you... So we can see. Oh, yes, yes. Tag us in your pics. Tag us on Instagram, Oh My Travel Podcast. Uh, We'd love to see where you're at, where you're going, what's going on. And um, we hope that maybe we have provided some inspiration for a future future, uh, destination. Yeah. And I hope to go to any one of these sometime soon. (laughs) Yes. Thank you guys for listening. We will we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. 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 bye.